Hi everyone, welcome to our brand new podcast. Here, we will be streaming our artist interview series, featuring each of our music instructors. I'm Trinity Bliss, the host. Thank you for joining us. Hi everyone, welcome back to episode 9 of our artist interview series. My name is Trinity Bliss, I'm your host, and today I'm here with Victor Baragan. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, well, my name is Victor. Uh, I'm from Mexico, Mexico City. And I'm 26 years old. I play guitar. I, and yeah, I went to Berkeley College of Music. I studied jazz composition and performance. And yeah, what else I like? Uh, reading, I like uh, taking pictures, uh, watching movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was it? You said you grew up in Mexico. What was it like growing up in Mexico? Uh, it was uh, it was fun because uh, especially Mexico City is such a big place. So yeah, it's you have very different uh, kind of different. Uh, places i don't know you can walk from a neighborhood to another and it's like a whole different city so yeah that really it's uh, uh, very interesting to see how how in the same city you can see a lot of what makes a culture rich yeah yeah that's really really cool i love learning about um especially like latin america and mexico i love the language um, and I love just studying the culture. So that's that's very interesting. What was it like um, getting into music there? How did you get into a guitar? Uh, well, it was, uh, I, I, I think I don't have like a, a very romantic story as a lot of musicians say like, oh, I was five years old and I, I my dad gave me a guitar. It was more like, a, <laughs> I don't know, I was walking in downtown here in the city and I saw this music store and I was like, oh, mom, I would like to play a guitar. It was like, oh, that that could be something fun. Because I think I used to watch TV and I always saw people playing guitar. It was like, oh, that could be fun. And then my, my mother found about this uh, little music school for your children. And yeah, I got in there and, and yeah, I, I was in that school about I think f three or four years, something like that. So yeah, but I, I used to play more guitar hero than real guitar for a long time. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I don't know, I got into music. Yeah, so you just, you started playing guitar, then you kind of just followed it and followed it and now you're here. That's I think that's a great story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Growing up, you had that sort of music school and that music program. Mm -hmm. um, how do you think, do you think you would have had access to it or otherwise? Or do you think that like that sort of helped shape your interest? Or do you think you were interested in it anyway? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird because I wasn't a very like, uh, how can I say it? Like I was kind of, problematic as a child I couldn't be sitting without doing something I always wanted to run and, and to do stuff 
and that, did, that didn't work out for some teachers, you know. Mm-hmm. So even in the music school, I, I learned a lot, but the way they treated my, my energy was to, they told me that, that I couldn't do things that way, you know, because I, 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 I tried to, I, I was more, how can I say it? Rebellious, I don't know if that's the word, but, but uh, yeah, I felt sometimes like I wasn't being supported yeah. for, from, uh, because I was, you know, like a kid with ADHD and all this stuff, instead of taking this energy and this way of seeing things and understanding you as a children, as a child. Uh, they just say to you, ah, oh, you shouldn't be like that. You should do this. And sometimes that really made me like uh, not like music in certain of, of my classes. But there were other teachers that made classes more like a game, lessons like, oh, let's play the uh, guitar, but let's do little games or let's approach it this way. So they were more like uh, understanding with my with how I was so so yeah it's it was a nice opportunity but but some of the teachers were really really mean <laughs> to, to kids in general so yeah I, I I don't know and and in in school in elementary school and, and middle school high school all of that uh, here in Mexico there are no really good uh, music programs so you have to be like looking elsewhere and to see what, what you find. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that about your experience. And that's mm-hmm. something that we work on too here is trying to make sure that um, whatever your situation is, like if you have a lot of energy or if you struggle with something else, if you like um, like autism, we do a lot with autism, mm-hmm. but just trying to make sure that we approach it as like an equal opportunity thing. And because it is this, this channel for you, you know, to like put all your energy to and make art. <laughs> that yeah. is, you do. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and we cannot like, uh, like make, everyone learns in their own way. So we cannot make like, we cannot expect that people, are going to learn the same way as you learned or the same way as the, the rules are supposed to be, you know? So, yeah, we have to find uh, different ways to, to teach people because people are, are different and that's how the world works, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You have a few songs for us today. Do you have an idea of what the first one is and if you'd like to say anything about it? Uh, yeah, uh, the first one... It's, it's something that I I wrote uh, with uh, when I when I I'm get, I get stuck when writing music. I like finding different ways to to find new ideas. So this one was based on an exercise that I, I uh, that I learned in a course by a saxophone player called uh, Ben Wendell. He, what he does is he takes a poem and he translates the words into music in different ways. Like, oh, if this word 
has three syllables, this is going to be a third in a scale, you know? Or this is going to be, uh, I don't know, a, a three-note melody. So, yeah, I took a, a poem for from a, a, a Mexican writer that I really like. And uh, I tried to... To, I don't know if the the, the first word starts with a, with an e. The 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 base note is going to be an e. You know, the uh, uh, yeah I, I I don't have the notes right now with me because I, I don't remember how exactly I went about it. But but yeah, I try to to take the, those words to make the music, but also that the, the music had sense with what the poem was talking about, and the poem is about like. Uh, a woman that that grows and she she is free because when she was a child she only was like the like a kind of a servant to to her family to her father or whatever and then she broke out from the house and she she flew or something and and yeah that's what the, the song is about
thank you for sharing that. That was amazing. Now we're going to transition into the next part of the interview where you can talk about yourself as a musician. So we mentioned earlier that you started, you know, learning guitar once you were introduced to it and you started um, just playing around with it. And what did you find specifically about your instrument that you enjoyed? Uh, well, I think that with guitar is like everyone has a guitar. Like, <laughs> so it's, I don't know, first it's, it's the most accessible instrument because it's maybe the cheapest one you can get. But I think I, I enjoy it because it's, I don't know, there was a point in my life that I, I thought like, oh, I should have played piano instead or played saxophone or whatever. But the way I feel as, as a person sometimes, it translates well to, to the guitar on how, for example, when playing harmony, it cannot be as independent and as as full as a piano that you can play all notes of a chord at the same time. It is more subtle and more, you have to find different ways to break up things and it makes it more, more not like, uh, yeah, it's not in your, in your face, in your face thing, you know? Oh, well, if you play like rock and metal, it's, yeah, yeah, in your face, you know? But as I like to play, it's more, I don't know, like, uh, I like the way that you can, the possibilities that you have of, because of the limitations that the instrument gives you, you know? Because in the piano, it's so easy to see, oh, yeah, here's a chord. And the guitar is so, so, like, uh, how do you say? It's the shapes can get so weird that you have to, to find them. And it gives you another kind of sound and another kind of approach to melodies and harmony. So, yeah, that's, that's what I, I, I really love about guitar. Yeah, I love the way that you had said that about that it's it's more subtle because mm -hmm. you know if you have a piano like you said it's just very standard but there's more flexibility i think that's such a good mm -hmm. point yeah what's something that you think you'd want to improve on um, i don't know i think uh it would be more related to to being in the moment you know like because sometimes there's so much stuff happening in our heads that when you perform or when you practice, you are just in, in autopilot and you are not there like listening and, and, and enjoying the music. It's like you're just playing and in your head is like, oh, I should buy groceries. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, I have to, to water my plants or whatever. But mm -hmm. And you just end a concert and... You weren't you weren't there, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I that's something that I have struggled with because yeah, sometimes the mind takes you away from 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 the moment. So yeah, I've been trying to 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 combine uh, things like meditation with with playing. Uh, there are people like uh, Kenny Werner, a really good piano player that he wrote this book, uh, Effortless Mastery. And he talks about uh, that, you know, like uh, getting 
rid of the expectations of the instrument and and just try to to be there you know and some of the exercises that he he talks about in the book is just play random stuff or play practice something but just five minutes for you not to be attached to oh i have to be the best one you know mm-hmm. so yeah i think that that would be my my one of my goals to to be more more present when playing and practicing yeah yeah that is that is a very good goal i love that what was the book called that you said again uh, effortless mastery okay yeah yeah yeah, it's a, check a that out. yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very good yeah do you have any dream artists or like musicians that you want to perform with one day uh well uh yeah uh this uh, saxophone player that I mentioned earlier, uh, Ben Wendell, I, I really like his music, how he composes. So he would be one of them. I, uh, there's also this this uh, songwriter from uh, Uruguay, Uruguay, I, I never know how to pronounce that yeah. country in English, uh, called uh, Jorge Drexler. He, he's a very good uh, uh, singer, one of my favorites, so... Yeah, his music is is uh, he he ex- experiments with a lot of styles, and his lyrics are are very good. So yeah, it's something that I would like to, I would love to play with him. Yeah. Do you think that he's one of your influences, or do you have any other influences that um, impact your songs or your style? Uh yeah, he would be an influence. In, in a different way because I also love uh, writing so mm-hmm. I really still stop from his lyrics but <laughs> but yeah his guitar playing is also very good a very like Latin American uh, style like combining stuff from from Mexico from Uruguay uh, oh yeah who else I really like uh, blues and rock players. I don't know, B.B. Uh, King, yeah, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, and uh, from uh, the jazz point of view, there's this guy called uh, Bill Frisell. He's a really, I don't know, he's, he's really subtle when he plays. Like the, the, what I was mentioning about what I like about the guitar. He really does that in a great way. Mm-hmm. I, and he also plays a lot of uh, Beatles songs, uh, Beach Boys songs, but he makes them, I don't know, kind of different in the way he plays them. So yeah, I think that those would be some of my, my favorite players. There sound like a lot of fun. It also sounds like there's a lot of different styles coming together and yeah. something really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of music, and and, and it's we can learn a lot from everywhere. So yeah. Oh yeah. What is it like playing jazz guitar versus um, just acoustic? With you know, just playing anything. Speaking Mm. of style. Uh, with jazz, the thing is that (laughs) you have to be aware of of uh, the possibilities, you know. 
at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, it's about uh, creating melodies and harmony and rhythms and to see where you can take the music. And that's not only like uh, in jazz in itself. I think that what I've learned in jazz when I play other styles, it helps a lot because it helps you to 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 notice what's going on at the moment. Uh, and the other way around, you know, because sometimes jazz can be really strict, like, oh, you have to play the tradition, you know? If you don't play this way, if you don't play with this kind of strings, this kind of guitar, you're not playing the, the traditional sound. So I, I don't like that because jazz in itself, it was created in a way of, like transforming what was before, you know? Yeah. So it's 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 always trying to see what's going on now and trying to push it and, and make it evolve. And it's much better when you try to, to bring everything together and, and see where it takes you, you know? So, so yeah, I think... Uh, and sometimes people see jazz like, oh, the, this huge thing, you know, like classical music and jazz are the most valuable forms of music and, and it's not like that i think it's more of kind of a point of view you know like how you can it helps you to approach music in a certain way that that can make you see the possibilities but it, it also can make you restrict your your world to a specific way of playing it you know yeah, that's, that makes a lot of sense about mm. the different point of views because a lot of times, you know, it's so easy to get intimidated by um, jazz or classical, but it's mm. just a different point of view. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> what are some things that you like to do? I know you mentioned earlier reading and writing, but what are some things you do besides music that you like? Uh, sometimes I I take pictures. I really like doing that. Uh yeah, and I also like uh, uh, taking pictures with old cameras, with film, and doing the whole process uh, with chemicals and developing. And yeah, that's that's something fun that I like to do. Uh, what else? I like playing uh, video games. Uh, I don't know what else. Well, reading. Uh, yeah, yes, and I think that uh, all that stuff that, that I like to do also sometimes I try to 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 see what of that those activities how can they help me with my music yeah yeah because in in the end in the is they, they art in general uh, tries to to do the same thing you know like create emo <coughs> emotions make you feel something so yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah especially the camera piece that's really cool i'm sure you've taken some pictures that have inspired some things <coughs> yeah 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 it's and the way to where what i like about the the photography is that when you are with, with your camera you start to see things like <laughs> in a different way so, yeah, it's about how how we can change the perspective, you know. And yeah, it's the same if I 
<coughs> if I do something like that with sound, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> and with harmony, melody, it can be uh, a nice way to, to find new, new possibilities, yeah. Yeah, new possibilities and perspective. Yeah, yeah. So you have a second song for us. Would you like to say anything about that song? Uh, yeah, that one <laughs> started as an, an exercise. It's called the chance. Uh, yeah, it was, I was learning to play in, in odd meters and I was trying to play in, in five, four. Oh, but, wow. but yeah, I, I, I was struggling with that because I always play like the mission impossible rhythm, like da, 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 and I couldn't play outside that. So what I did, I wrote a bass line that, that the, the, the rhythm went through two bars. So it was like a huge like bass rhythm that didn't feel like the mission impossible thing. Uh, and yeah, I started playing with over that bass line and then I some melodies came to my mind. Uh, and yeah, it, it turned out to be a, a fun song to play. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a lot of songs come to me like that. Uh, I'm just playing some exercise and I found uh, find something that I really like and it begins to transform in something else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's listen. Mm -hmm.
right, so that was amazing. I haven't heard a lot of your compositions, but I already know that I like a lot of them based off of what you've said. And so now we'll transition into the last part of this interview, which is just talking about your students. And this is going to be um, really informational for people that might want to take lessons with you. And mm -hmm. disclaimer to everyone is that I am one of your students, so mm -hmm. I might be a little bit biased. <laughs> but so far, it's been a wonderful experience. But um, would you be able to take everyone through kind of the process of what a 30-minute lesson would look like versus a 60-minute lesson? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, yeah, it it all depends on, on what what the, the student is interested in. So, so yeah, I think if if it's if it's a, a thirty minute lesson, uh, we'll just try to to get to it. But well, in either thirty or sixty minute lesson, uh, what I try to do is is find the fun ways to understand the, something that, for example, if you explain theory, it can be really like abstract, like math. So I, I try to, to, to give my students ways to, to find stuff uh, like with experimentation. So yeah, for example, the other day that we were looking at some chords uh, like that thing of moving just one note of the chord can make you see how the, the, the it changes the sound you know but it's not like I, I don't like when people just give you a list of stuff and it's like oh memorize this you know yeah. because a lot of, of the, the things that we love the most when we learn an instrument or, or how to compose or create is the thing that we, the things that we found uh, by ourselves you know that it's something that everyone has played over uh, through all history of humankind but when you make that discovery it's like oh i got i got to this place like by just playing around so that sense of oh i i discover something uh, it helps the student to to keep experimenting you know, like, oh, the, the, the most important thing for me as a musician is to ask, uh, oh, what if, what if I play this? What if I, I tune my guitar the other way? I, what if I, I move my finger a fret up, you know? And it can sound horrible, but it can sound amazing, you know? So you, you start to see what works and what, what doesn't. So, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, in a 30-minute lesson, it would be like finding those those kinds of of uh, approaches to, to, to see what discoveries we can make. And yeah, mentioning maybe some songs that, that could help understand those concepts. And yeah, in a 60-minute lesson, it could be like doing that and the second, uh, the second part of the lesson, uh, like applying it more deeply to, uh, or maybe write some songs or, or yeah, just uh, keep uh, that, that, that the exercise doesn't have to be just an exercise, you know, it's just like a way to, to, to see uh, where we can get to, 
by by playing with with music yeah yeah it's like experimenting yeah and i think um something that you have a really good balance of that i've noticed is that like i just written all these songs and played them and like done these things all by ear and so learning the the i guess theory part of it to me i was like oh that i'm learning theory but i'm just it's not fun <laughs> <laughs> and so something that you've been helping with is that you do have the balance of just just you know like moving one finger or trying one thing and not really having to know what it's called but just noticing that um mm. the sound and why it's there and things yeah. like that yeah it's like when when we are children uh, we start talking and we don't care about if it's a verb or it's a noun or it's anything even children start when they they start understanding how language works they say things uh, wrongly you know mm. but it's like what they being getting in is like oh it must be this way you know so it, they try to to <laughs> To, to keep learning and they are always asking oh what is that what is this so yeah. it's it's uh, i see it like the same it's just a language that that this the sound and experience comes first and then you put names to things and it gets together in the end yeah yeah that's really cool and sometimes like you were saying about the child sometimes they say something and it's like i should have been doing it that way <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah, All this sure. kind of comes together. That's um, very true. Mm -hmm. So I know that you offer online lessons, and that is a great thing. And right now you're in Mexico, but do you offer in-person lessons as well? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, uh, yeah, right now I'm here just because of the Thanksgiving uh, week. But yeah, I, in Boston, I, I, I try to do both because it's awesome that we have technology and we can rich people in other countries, you know? But yeah, it, it, I also love having the, the, the direct approach with, with, uh, with students. I sometimes uh, give lessons to this little kid uh, in Boston. And it's so much fun to be there with him because sometimes he shows me his toys and, and his Spider-Man costume or whatever. And, and I don't know. I think he would hate guitar lessons if they were online, you know, <laughs> just because he's a, a kid. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I, I enjoy both, both ways of doing it. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so glad that you offer both. That's something that's really important, I think, to a lot of people. Yeah. What do you tell your students if they're feeling like, if they're not feeling very inspired to practice, how can you help inspire them? Mm, it's it's always good to 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 have something else that you love that you can go to for for some time it's not like oh i'm going to retire from music for five years and i go to fish in alaska or something it's sometimes we you can get too too committed with, with music So it can be frustrating if you don't see any progress at the moment. So yeah, it's also, it's very helpful to to have another kind of activity to 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 breathe. You know, it can be from I don't know reading a book or walking your dog 
what what I sometimes do is when I'm feeling that I'm not playing good or that my practice is not going well, I just leave my guitar for a moment and I go take a walk, you know? Or if I do something that I really enjoy, it's like, oh, why I'm enjoying this right now and why music is not being so fun right now, you know? How I can put this this enjoyment that I have from the other thing into music? How can I feel feel this way uh, when playing, you know? So yeah, it's it's having a, a balance between the 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 high expectations that, that you can put uh, over yourself to some uh, to having like a really how could, how can I say like to being kind of to listen to yourself, you know, to to know what can you do at the moment because yeah. sometimes people get too mm-hmm. ambitious. That is that's not bad, but. If you if your main objective right now it's very difficult to get at your level, you're going to get frustrated, you know. So it's a balance between something challenging, but that you can do, you know. Yeah, right. It's it's all about balance. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. (laughs) What brought you to Lily Theater Company specifically? yeah, the, the, the main uh, goal of, of uh, giving music education to people, that's beautiful in itself. And, and, but the, the, the goal that Lily Thier has uh, to give it to, to, to people with different needs, maybe the, uh, that's what made, made it uh, something, uh, I don't know, it's important to, to see uh, in society who can get the education you know so yeah when one of my best friends uh, he he has a, a condition and and I, I don't know I really feel bad like, like how he didn't have any opportunities to to do what other people were doing normally mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's something that that giving opportunity to people that uh, when it comes to 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 money or health or whatever it's something important because it makes uh, sharing music uh, much better you know yeah yeah that that's beautiful that's our that's our mission and that's that's at the core so that's yeah. really important. Mm-hmm. Do you have any final remarks or anything that you'd like to say to anyone who's interested in taking lessons? Uh, yeah, it's just about the uh, about if you're thinking about taking lessons uh, and you you don't you haven't decided yet. It's just about the uh, you're going to have a lot of fun. And yeah, because a lot of people don't start learning an instrument or any other thing just because they think that they are not good or, oh, I I didn't play violin when I was three years old, so I won't do it now. And it's not about that. It's you can start at any age. And yeah, it's just about the... 
like seeing it as as something that is going to be fun and enjoyable and not as something that is going to define what kind of person you are, you know? So yeah, it only gives you more. It, it's, it's something that is really rewarding in the end. Right. Yeah, like you were saying, it's, it's healing all around, no matter yeah. how old you are, your experience. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah. So thank you so much for um, coming on today. We're really excited to have you. Uh, I just wanted to take this time to point everyone to the direction of you know our Instagram and our Facebook, our podcast on Spotify, and also our blog. We're trying to draw more attention to our blog. It's on our website at www.lilytheatercompany.org and you can access that right there. And if you'd like to take lessons, you can send us an email. And again, thank you so much, Victor. And thank you. Until next time. See you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of our artist interview series. If you'd like to take lessons with the instructor featured today, send us an email at info at If you want to hear more of these podcasts, make sure to subscribe to our channel and follow our social media accounts. Lily Theatre Company is growing because of listeners like you. Thank you for your support.